Welcome back to the Velocity for Change podcast. Here we are. We're back. Okay. My voice is echoing like crazy in my head right now. So hopefully that's not a thing that uh, that plays on the audio. <laughs> Man. So we've been on a little bit of a break here. Not necessarily. Not really. Not really. Just kind of had to take a step back there for some personal stuff that we got, uh, you know, dealt a shit hand and we dealt with it. And uh, here we are. Here we are. We're working. We're, we're working right now. So this week's episode is going to be here with the you know, if you read the um, the title, the episode, you know, it's weekly questions. So that's always fun um, and low effort, which is also good, too, because, you know, life stuff. So anyway, let's just get started here. Does anyone kind of get intimidated by their own PRs? Sounds stupid, but every time I hit a PR, I kind of dread it and doubt myself the next time I go back. Lol. Dreading your own PRs? Oh, because you don't think you can do better? You know, you get that high and then immediately you're just going to fall into a hole, you know, a hole, you know, <laughs> you're going to fall into a hole of thinking like, oh, I'm never going to beat that, you know, especially when you're having one of those good days, you know, you deadlifted, you know, 315 last week and all of a sudden this week you're doing 345, but, but, but 315 was so hard. Why are you doing 345 all of a sudden? Are you going to be able to come back to that? Yeah. Yeah, you will. As long as you're doing things properly. So you shouldn't dread it. You should be happy. The, no part of that should be no no part of a PR should be dread. That's that's silly. Don't think that. Don't think that at all. Don't let your mind fuck you. You know that's uh you got to beat the your body and you got to beat your mind. Okay, the mind's probably more important. First day back in the gym this week for me in just about a year since COVID began. I'm not terribly out of shape. Have lifted for 10 plus years before this and on and off, admittedly. Any tips for getting back in the gym after so long? I'm mentally prepared for the doms, but I'm so damn eager to get back in there after getting fully vacked. Tips? You've been lifting for 10 years. Just go do what you were doing, right? Uh, what do you, what do you, I guess don't be, um, on and off who knows what the hell on and off means that can mean like on for a week off for three months uh who knows the doms who cares about doms that'll go away in a week that ain't nothing that ain't nothing um tips uh don't be surprised if you can't do what you could do before you know duh right you should definitely be prepared for that you want to you have some expectations that are set properly you know just because you were lifting benching 250 a year ago, you're not going to walk in the gym bench 250. 135 is probably going to feel heavy, but that's just how that shit goes, man. That's just how it goes. All right. Let's see. Next question. When I feel tired and unfit, should I still hit the gym or take a rest day and go to the gym next day? When you feel tired and unfit? What does that even mean? Oh, my God. What does that even mean? Um, When I feel tired and unfit... I guess that depends. Like, how unfit are you? You got to check into a fucking hospital? No, you probably shouldn't go to the gym that day. You know, you should probably skip and, uh, you know, go get some fucking saline injected into your balls. Maybe that would help. But if you're just kind of tired and feeling kind of sore, should you go? Yeah, you should go. Especially if it's part of your routine to go. You know, it depends what your fucking routine is. But if you're just a little tired and sore, then you should definitely go. Like, why would that stop you? <laughs> why would that stop you? Is that going to stop you from doing anything else you want to do? Is it going to stop you from going home and eating dinner? From, you know, having a drink or talking to your friends or playing a game? No, it's not, it wouldn't stop you from doing any of that shit that you want to do. The problem is that you don't want to do this shit. And that's why you have all this, like, you're trying to create, you're trying to create something. You're trying to create something that's that's not there. So, um, yeah, kind of sucks a little bit, but... 
You just need to go do it. I mean, you'll never, let me say this. You'll never regret going. Not once. Never in your life will you say like, man, I didn't wish, I wish I didn't go to the fucking gym today. That was, oh, I wish I didn't do that. You'll never say that shit. It's never going to happen. Unless you like snap your back at the gym. Then you might say that. But a normal workout? No, no way. All right, next question. Why do some people drink so much water at the gym? Chucking from their bottle as they go. Wouldn't all that water also weigh you down too? Surely someone can't be losing that much in 30 minutes to an hour. Personally, I sip every now and then and during sets, etc. Otherwise, stay hydrated through the day. Why do people drink? I'm one of these assholes that drinks water between every fucking uh, set. You know, I was going to say rep, but not rep. I'm not that crazy. But every, between every single set, I am sipping water. I think it's more of a habit now. But also... Even though I go in there and drink, you know, three or four, five bottles of water, um, like you don't pee it out. Like your body's using it, right? Uh, like on gym days that I have, I know I'm going to drink mad water at the gym, so I don't really worry about it too much during the day. You know, I'm not trying to squeeze it in at work. Um, you drink water because you, you need fucking water. When you're thirsty, you drink, you know? It's, it's that simple. Why do guys come in there with a gallon jugs? Because that's when they're getting their water intake in because they're focused, you know, they can finally devote time to doing things that they can, that they're supposed to do for themselves. You know, you're supposed to drink that gallon throughout the day. But if you got a job, you don't have a gallon of fucking water next to you all day, especially if you have uh, certain kinds of jobs. Not everybody has an office job where they can just go get a little cup of water whenever they're thirsty. That's just not how it works. So quit hating on people trying to stay hydrated. Man, that don't make no sense at all. Because you drink less water. Congratulations on your ability to have less water than other people in the gym. Good job. I hope you're fucking happy with yourself. All right. Next question here. Let's So let's say I train BJJ three times a week in the evenings and want to do calisthenics, the bodyweight fitness routine, and kettlebells three times a week during my lunch break. What's the best option? Is it better to do both the same day? Da-da-da or alternates this they're asking it weird do it the same day or alternate i've done both basically time constraints periods here and there stuff to do during lunch break etc the first option allows for full rest after 36 hours but the second one means less work in one day which one's better they're two different things you can do both the same day i mean it's up to you what do you like to do you like to be busy every single day or you want to go fucking hard as shit one day and then have a day off and then go hard as shit the next day have a day off that's preference that's really all that is now to be fair depending on how you're training your bjj um you might be completely spent doing that and you might not have nothing left for lifting so you might be actually hurting your your strength gains but if you're just doing calisthenics i mean we're just doing push-ups pull-ups and things like that probably not a big deal so I'm surprised that's not like I would think that's like almost a part of the classes that you do that shit um do whatever floats your boat man I mean I think I'd rather all get it all done in one day if it was going to be a light workout that way I have a day off to rest and do other stuff but that's just me that's what I would do okay next question why do I bloat so badly when I eat? Uh, female here. Female. 
about 5'6 and 115 pounds small. Uh, I think I've made some decent progress since I've started strength training last September. However, I notice I bloat really badly when I eat, when I, whenever I eat, especially if it's a big meal. I really want abs and I've noticed an improvement in my stomach and more prominent abs when I flex, but I'm really struggling to get them to show and I hate how much stomach pops out after eating. How can I reduce this effect and cut belly fat? Ugh, there's so much wrong with this whole fucking paragraph. Okay. Five, six, 115 pounds. You want abs and eating bloat your stomach. So you're really skinny, but you have no ab muscles to really show, right? If you could see the bump of food in your fucking stomach, you're small, okay? You're already small. You want the abs there, you're gonna have the muscle there. <laughs> it's... You can see when you flex and good lighting, congratulations. Now you're like every other fucking fitness model in the world because that's how that shit works. Nobody just has almost nobody. I'm going to say almost nobody just walks around with six pack abs in the worst lighting unflexed. That's just, it's just not really a thing. It's not a thing that really happens, right? Some people can do it, but I guarantee they're working way the fuck harder than you. So... What can you do? I'll just be be happy that you have food in your in your belly, and um, you're not starving to death. That would be that would be the first step to this. Um, and just why is this? This is one of these things you just need to not give a fuck about. I mean, you're, you're so slim that your meal shows up in your stomach. That's a pretty good problem to have. You know, you could have way worse problems. That's a really good one to have. If you want them abs to pop out, then you got to do them ab workouts and you got to be eating out of surplus to build those abs, build the ab muscles up. So, and that's going to make you fatter and make you lose your abs at first anyway. So you're probably just never going to be happy, um, honestly. So that's a shame. Um, or so either deal with it or take some temporary sadness with some later on happiness that you could do that that's an option but then just maintaining that it's just oh you're not you're not bloating so badly it's just that's just how it is you know you ever you know when you wake up in the morning you hop in front of the mirror you hop in the scale and you're like shit i lost five pounds overnight and i'm looking all fucking trim and awesome right it's that water weight falling off then what happens you get to the end of the day you know, you've had how much water, how much coffee or soda or and how much garbage food or even good food, whatever. And you get in front of the mirror, you get on the scale and it's like an extra five or six pounds by the end of the day. And you're looking at yourself going like, ugh, gross. Who the fuck is this disgusting pig? That's just part of the game. That's part of the game, baby. That's just how it goes. Uh, don't worry about it. Just if you're going to gonna admire yourself then do it at the appropriate time during the day do it in the morning before you eat just go get that go get that myron in you know that's all that's what i do shit let's see next question long question okay what should i do if i can't ever seem to properly recover from leg days running the reddit ppl and since the past two months i've woken up every day with sore legs mm-hmm I don't mind the soreness, but it's a sense of fatigue that's hurting my other lifts. I do legs on Saturday and then the deadlift focus pull on Mondays. 
I haven't had a decent deadlift day in over a month and a half. Almost every Monday, my legs are still gassed from leg day, and I don't have it in me to pull the weight in front of me. Stagnated, blah, blah, blah. I've been on a cut this whole time, and I've taken some liberties, expanding the program, adding more lifts, changing up some whatever. This is what happens when a cut is... Yeah, it's your cut. It's your cut. You're not... You're not healing properly. Your cut's probably too hard. So lower the weight, uh, lower the work, or deal with the soreness, or start eating more. There's lots of options to go for here. But you need to eat food to recover, especially protein. Um, that should be pretty obvious to any novice lifter. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah being gassed out for from Saturday to Monday... That seems a little much. So maybe after you do, if you're going to do legs Saturday, then eat a big fucking meal afterwards so that you can actually heal and make sure you're getting that good sleep too. Because if the sleep's not there, don't, nothing else matters. It's not going to heal properly. But, uh, or this is, or you're really new to doing this. What did it say? Two months? Uh, that's not that new. That's not new enough to matter. <sighs> yeah. You just have to, um, the problem with cutting is that you're going to feel way more sore because you're going to heal a lot less quicker and it's going to be a lot more harder to, to, um, get that fully healed state. That's why everybody hates cutting. It sucks ass. Next question. Did you have a good workout today? I did. I had a really good one. Chest day. Um... Accidentally, because I did some some weird ass workout routine the other day, and really all I had left to do today was just hit chest and arms, and uh, but it worked out. Okay, I'm conflicted about my training right now in high school. Oh, there you go, high school. So I've been running and sons for about. 14 weeks and have been making great progress during the time we've had baseball season. And while most of my teammates haven't done much lifting, I have been doing it myself. The problem is now that our coach wants us to increase our lifting. What do I have His class is last period before I go to the gym. My coach knows I follow my own program and is fine with that. But the class periods aren't long enough to fit in my actual workout. I'm not sure what to do in the class as I go to the gym right after but I should do some late arm work and leg days or vice versa. Should I work on mobility, maybe cardio? Did you want to have any advice? We have the class right before the gym. So just start doing your workout and then afterwards go do the rest of your workout. That seems pretty self-explanatory unless I'm missing something. Am I missing something? Increase lifting. Right before I go to the gym? Yeah, you're being dumb. Just do half your workout. If it takes you longer than a whole period, do half your workout in the gym class and then do the other half of the workout when you go to the gym. Duh. Okay, we're not going to spend any time on that. That's... No. Okay. Weird question. How can you tell if flab around your midsection is extra skin or fat? It's fat. It's not extra skin. It's fat. You're fat. That's the problem. You're fat. Gelatinous, soft, tissuey, fat. Okay? That's what you have. That's what you have. It's not extra skin. Okay? Skin's not that thick. All right? Um, it just ain't. It's fat. Okay. Next question. Hello. I am a moderately in shape person who used to do some solid lifting in college. 
solid lifting in college. After a few years of yoga, bodyweight climbing, I'm at a place with an affordable gym again. I'm going to pursue Grayskull as my beginner program. Want to take it slow to prevent injury. Contrast to college where it was all about going all out. Now I care more about being healthy and not getting sidelined for weeks for rehab. My question. Following the recommended starting weights from the spreadsheet, I'm putting up 15 plus reps on my third set for squats. 16 bench, 15 rows, 25, etc. I read that you should be able, you should be at a weight where you can hit around 8 to 10 on the last set, and I'm handicapping myself by starting too light. Should I bump by more than the recommended 2.5 to 5 pounds? Oh, you started this program and you put your weights really low because you're able to do all these extra reps. Yeah, you already know the answer to this. You fucked up. They said 8 to 10 on the last set and you're doing 15. It's obviously too late. Go heavier. All these programs, they're they're all going to do the same thing. Um, if you can move through these programs really easily and it's ain't no big deal for you, uh, you're a pussy because you're going too late. So you need to, to amp it up a little bit. That's what's happening. Okay? So go a little harder. Add some more weight on there. Um, if you're just trying to get in the groove or whatever, that's, that's fine, but it'll say right on these spreadsheets for every single one of these programs, how much weight to add for these extra reps. And that's what they exist for. So if you're doing the 15 plus reps, it's going to tell you to add, you know, probably the five to 10 pounds, then add the highest amount of weight that you can so that you're not doing those 15 and then you're just doing those eight to 10 because that's where the, that's where the gains are coming from, right? It's just, these are made by smarter people than all of us. That's why we all have all of them. Oh, man. Am I, and I really hate when people say, like, I'm just trying to get healthy. I'm, that's my only goal, just to get healthy. That's why I'm lifting weights, just to stay healthy. Okay, oh, here we go. I like when they start this way. Probably, is this the last question? It might be. Probably very stupid question, but that's what this thread is for. I am finally getting back to the gym after over a year and a half hiatus. I used to come consistently three to five times a week. Wow, you are such a superstar. Cue my concern when I finally got back and realized my legs were so tight I can't proper squat or lunge. I've tried warming up for like 20 minutes stretching and then trying to do just body weight. My muscles are so tight and painful. My form suffers. Do I just micro movements trying to build strength and mobility up again? Should I not go back to weights right away and focus on flexibility? Is this what getting older is all about? Thanks. How old is this motherfucker? Are you 90? What the fuck is wrong with you? You got to warm up for 20 minutes to do a bodyweight squat? You're fucked, okay? You are just... You're fucked. That's what you are. Wow. How the fuck... This doesn't make no sense. There needs to be stats here. I'm mad because there's no stats, right? If this person was like 90 years old and 400 pounds, maybe I can understand this, not being able to do a bodyweight squat for 20 minutes of stretching for a squat. Used to consistently go three to five times a week. Liar. 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 You're a liar, sir. Or ma'am. I don't know. You're a liar, though. You're, you're definitely lying. There's no way. Um, if this is you, you're lying, basically. Or you're super duper fucking old or super super humongous um in which case you should be working out from like a chair and like getting up and sitting down that should be your workout as far as legs go if you can't do a fucking bodyweight squat after 20 minutes of stretching y your body has given up on you okay that's what's going on okay uh okay we'll do one more one quick one one quick one 
Looking for online streaming and free low impact workout? Perhaps Pilates like I've injured a tendon or ligament in my foot, actually both feet, and I can't run at the moment. I've done no exercise in the last seven days. You're going to, you're going to die. And I feel like crap. Any recommendations? I do have an appointment with a podiatrist next week. Low impact workout? I guess buns of steel? That's a good one, right? Six minute abs? Only takes six minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to find it on VHS. That's the hard part. And have a something that can play VHS. Um, Yeah, look on YouTube. Just find if you're just looking for something to do. And you should also probably talk to a doctor if you're going to complain about medical problems. You probably shouldn't just ask random fucking people what you should be doing. That's like the dumbest shit ever. I, Why do that? You have a medical problem. Go look up a fucking YouTube video for a quick little movement type of exercise, whatever, and show it to your doctor and be like, hey, can I do this shit? What can I do? You know, that's what you should be doing. Anytime you have any of these medical things, that's what you should be doing is ask professionals because otherwise you'll just end up fucking yourself up. But uh, but I regress. Well, anyway, that's all the time for this episode. There are a lot more questions we didn't get to. And I'm sure like these ones suck this week. What the fuck is this shit? It's because we're in May. It's because we're in May. Yeah. I think it's I think it's May fever. All right. Well, I guess we'll do this again next week. I'm still working on the ancient Olympics episode for fitness excuses. So hopefully, um, I th- think I have all my research done. I think. But I um mean I pulled all that research a few weeks ago. But anyway, I'll get that out. I'm gonna do that episode definitely. All right, peace.